What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening. If you are interested in the danger and fear of a man pitted against unknown forces, if you would like to go behind the scenes in the secret fight for peace and freedom, stay tuned for... Operation Danger. Operation Danger. Another story of the chilling battles of the Cold War. Fought in the hidden reaches of the European underground where every move means danger and possible death. Stories of the fight for peace waged by Captain Ethan Allen Rogers, Counterintelligence Corps, Army of the United States. With Howard Culver starred as Captain Rogers, this is Operation Danger. A special assignment to Counterintelligence Corps can be a rough deal in this brave new post-war world. I've been shot at, beaten up, knifed, and come within an inch of just disappearing. But this time it was even worse. I was yanked up from a pleasant leave in Paris, rushed by plane to Berlin, and after a five-minute briefing from Colonel Barry on a tip-off involving diamonds and Nazis, I was left 
standing at midnight in a pitch-black swamp, 12 miles from the city, waiting to rendezvous a man I'd never seen. 30 minutes. Ah, buck for a cigarette. I hold a key. Advance, please. I hold a needle. There is no thread. Good. Lieutenant Hopper, British Intelligence. Captain Rogers, U.S. Counterintelligence Corps. When do you expect your contact? He's due any minute along the road here. Oh. The signal's a flashlight. One flick from him, two from me. Do you know anything about him? The guy's name is Sulka. He's a Pole, but he speaks English. Spent the war in a Nazi slave camp. Supposedly has a story to tell. I hope he knows something about the diamonds. If he does, he's one up on me. All I was told, they're being peddled around the continent to finance a new Nazi underground in occupied Germany. Take it from there. I wish I could. We've worked on it two months now. Nothing. They make one large sale in some city and then they disappear. We don't know where the diamonds come from, where the money goes, or who's behind it. Apparently... Wait. Wait. Hmm? Somebody on the road. Oh, yes, you're right. You're coming this way. There. Flashed a light. Yeah. Must be Sulka. I'll answer him. Better keep him covered. You never know. Right. Captain Rogers? Yes. Over here. Off the road. You're Sulka? That is right. This is Lieutenant Harper, British Intelligence. An honor, Lieutenant. Sulka? Captain, I think we should speak quickly. I heard steps on the road. I may have been followed. It's your party, Sulka. What's the story? It concerns diamonds, Captain Rogers. When the Germans held me prisoner, I worked on the building of a laboratory at Kyllhausen. Kyllhausen, that's no zone, isn't it, Captain? That's right. Go on, Sulka. They were using the laboratory for experiment to convert cheap commercial grade diamonds into blue-white gemstones. So that's how they get their supply. If the experiments were successful. That I do not know. I was only there six months. Do you know who was in charge of the project? Yes, Captain. Dr. Carl Nevers, a Nazi scientist. Carl Nevers. I'll check with AMG. The name's familiar. It's more than familiar to me. He struck me one day in the laboratory and I fell against the furnace. Here, I flash a light. Look at my hand. Wait, somebody's there on the road. Cut that light. <laughs> hey, they're running down the road. Yeah, I hear them. Maybe I can... Oh, it's pitch dark. No use. You'd like to have a try going after them? Ah, waste of time. They know the road and we don't. Oh, let's go back to Berlin. I've got a report to Colonel Barry. Righto. You coming, Sulka? Sulka. Save your breath, Lieutenant. He's dead. Dead? But that one shot? Yeah. Did you see his hands? Yes. I saw them. Well, let's go. Well, at least this clears up one thing, Captain. The source of the diamonds. We've been looking for some connection with the mines in South Africa. We were way off base. Yes, Colonel Barry. Seems fairly certain that they've stumbled onto some process for making them out of commercial stones. And in that regard, this Carl Nevers sounds like a pretty good lead. So did Sulka. Sorry about that, Colonel. Well, I don't know how else you could have played it. It showed one thing. They've got a tight system of espionage. They? Yes, the Nazis who slipped through the net at the end of the war. This diamond scheme is part of an attempt to finance a new Nazi organization. Yeah. Well, I may as well go to work. Lieutenant Harper's waiting at the hotel. We're going to check with AMG headquarters on Newberth. Good. They'll undoubtedly have a dossier. He was picked up some uh, six months ago, and there's no court record. 
He's evidently still in custody. I assume I'm assigned on this until we crack it. Right. You'll work in civilian clothes. No written orders. In fact, uh, these are your only orders. Find the source of those diamonds and wipe it out. Find the men who are trying to revive the Nazi party and get them. Get them? Just that. Get them. Any way you can. At ease, Sergeant. This is Lieutenant Harper. Good morning, Sergeant. We'd like to see the dossier on Dr. Carl Nevers. Nevers? Carl Nevers. Oh, yeah. Uh, sir. Have a seat, Captain. I'll get it from the storage file. Storage? I thought active files never left this room. Well, they don't, sir, but that one hasn't been active for three months. Not since Nevers was released. Released? There's been no court action on his case. I don't know, Captain. It was a special order. Major Kirk signed it. I see. Well, Lieutenant, I guess we better see Major Kirk. Sergeant, I still want that dossier. Dig it out and bring it into Kirk's office. Yes. You, uh, have any idea what's behind this? No. But I'm sure gonna find out. Now, here we are. Oh, Captain Rogers. May I help you? Yes, we'd like to see Major Kirk. This is, uh, Lieutenant Harper, British Intelligence. How do you do? Lieutenant, I'll tell the Major you're here. Uh, what sort of a trap is this, Major Kirk? Oh, all right, I guess. A good desk, man. Oh, yeah. We have them, too. Major Kirk will see you now. Thanks. Oh, by the way, the file clerk is bringing a dossier on Dr. Nevers. Will you send him in? Uh, Dr. Nevers? Yeah. Yes, uh, all right, I'll send him Thanks. Morning, Major. Captain Rogers, uh, Lieutenant Harper. Sir? Uh, sit down. I'm highly honored. Is this official business? Yeah, afraid so. Checking on Dr. Carl Nevers a Nazi scientist who was held in Langen Prison. Neeworth? Hmm. I, I don't believe I recall the name. He was released three months ago uh-huh. without a court hearing. Neeworth. Oh, come in, Sergeant. Uh, here's the dossier, Captain. Thanks. Will you wait, please? Yes, sir. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Rogers. I, I don't recall the case at all. Let's see. Well, here's the order for release. It's got your name signed on it. What? What? Let me see that. It is your signature, isn't it? Huh. Why, yes. But, well, I didn't sign this. Well, obviously not. This isn't an actual signature. Seems to be a rubber stamp, a uh, facsimile. Well, it, it, there's no rule against that. It, everybody uses them. I know. Mind if I see the stamp? Well, uh, uh Margaret, uh, that is my secretary, Miss Stiles, has it. Uh, well, it's it's all right. She's completely trustworthy. Uh, we're, uh, we're going to be married. Oh, really? Uh, I wonder if that's connected with the ring you're wearing. Rather a large diamond, isn't it? Well, uh, well, yeah. It's a uh, it, it, it's it's a gift from Margaret. Uh, oh, uh, Miss Stiles, I mean. Uh, look, what is this all about, Sergeant? Would you ask Miss Stiles to step in for a moment? I'm sorry, sir, but she was leaving just so I come in. Said she was ill. Ill. All right, Sergeant. Get her address. Call military police and have them send out a prowl squad. Ask for an APB and pick up and give them her description. She may have a forged passport. Move. Yes. The three of us waited in Kirk's office. Thirty minutes passed. No results. The MP shook down her apartment, found nothing, left a stakeout. No report from the air terminal. I sent for the security file on Margaret Stiles. It contained one out-of-date report made in 1940 and not touched since. 
I took one look and turned sick. Margaret Stiles, born Duluth, Minnesota, 1919. Mother's birthplace, Frankfurt, Germany. Mother's relatives living in Germany, one brother, Rudolf Steiner. Rudolf Steiner? Yeah, one of the top boys in the old Gestapo. Major, why wasn't this file turned over to G2 for a check? Well, I... I, I don't know. I, I didn't think for one minute that, well... Well, you see, Margaret and I were going to be married. Oh, I... love, huh? Yes. Well, that's great stuff. Sometimes. Uh, 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 Captain, I swear to you, I didn't know any of this. I... I'll hold myself under arrest. A good idea. Too late to be of much help, though. Well, Colonel Barry was right on one count. They do have a tight espionage system. Starting in AMG headquarters. I'll get it. Captain Rogers, CIC. Captain, this is Sergeant Banks, Templehof Security Division. We have a report now on Margaret Stiles. Yes? Miss Stiles boarded a plane for Lisbon, Portugal, nearly half an hour ago. Under her own name? Yes, sir. Alone? Apparently so. All right, thanks. Well, she was lucky. Made good connections. Straight from here to the airport and hopped a plane to Lisbon. Yeah, it's interesting. Now, why Lisbon in particular? Well, they must have an operation base somewhere. And in a neutral, unoccupied country. Uh. Maybe Neverth is there. Or Steiner. You'd like to go and find out? Why not? She's the only lead we have. Well, of course, she might not be running to anything. She might just be running away. Headquarters could be right here in Berlin. Could be. Maybe we can find out. In Lisbon. <laughs> Lieutenant Harper and I caught the night plane to Lisbon. A city as beautiful as a woman and as deadly as a coral snake. A clearinghouse for espionage in two world wars. Before we left Berlin, I sent a Code 20 wire to the only contact I had in the Portuguese capital, a Spaniard named Estrella. I gave him the rough details and set up a rendezvous for noon the next day at a sidewalk cafe on the Paraco do Comercio, the big central square. At ten minutes past noon, he still hadn't shown. Your man is late, Captain. He'll be here. I've worked with him before. Unless he's run into trouble. Uh, you never know. Isn't this rather a public place for a rendezvous? Uh, it won't be a verbal contact. Oh. Australia will sit at the next table for a while and drop his hat accidentally. I'll pick it up, brush it, and give it back to him. If he has any information, it'll be on a paper in the hat band. Well, that's simple enough. I'll have to remember it in case... There I... he comes. No, no, don't stare. It's the short guy crossing the street there. Oh, will you? Yes, he's... Yeah, I say, there's something wrong. He's starting to run. It's that truck. It's trying to run him down. Australia, look out! The truck hit him, flung his body in a sickening smash into the curb, and veered off down a side street. As Harper and I ran toward him, I saw one car leave the stalled traffic, slide to the curb, and spill four men onto the sidewalk. They bunched together and ran toward us. Harper saw him too. For those chaps in the black field, they're in on this. I know. Watch them. We've got to get that hat. There it is by the curb. You go off it and I'll block them off. Watch yourself. They're tough babies. Yes, right, oh, Captain. You get that hat. I'll meet you at the hotel. I grabbed up the hat and broke for the steps of the post office 30 yards away. One of the Nazi guerrillas dodged past Harper and reached for me. I slugged him and kept on. One glance back and I saw Harper run into the cafe with three of them on his tail. But in this game, you learn never to go back and help anybody. You play the main chance. I fumbled the paper out of that van and tossed the hat aside. Raced through the post office, out a side door, and into a narrow alley leading to the Almalfa district. It was an hour later before I circled back to the hotel. There was no sign of Lieutenant Harper. And three hours later, there was still no sign. Darkness fell, and I finally sent out for the early evening papers. 
They mentioned three accidents that day that interested me greatly. At ten minutes past seven, there was a fumbling at my door, and I opened it. Captain. Rogers. Uh, it was Harper, or what was left of him. He'd been beaten half to death. Here, Harper. Let me help you. Oh, easy now. Easy. Here. Over here. Down on the edge of the bed. There you go. They were... It was rather thorough. You... Bottles, you know? Uh, rough deal. How'd you get away from them? The police came. They ran and the police took me. I've been in jail. Portuguese justice, old boy. One one of the men was, was, was Steiner. Fits the description. The others called him my name. Uh, it figures. I'd say we're close to the jackpot. Any information in the hat? Three words. Padroni Exporting Company. <laughs> mean anything? Not yet. It's a warehouse near the waterfront. I'm going to have a look at it as soon as I find you a doctor. Uh, never mind the doctor. I'll, I'll be all right. You just help me into the shower. I'm going with you. Liney, you've got guts. It's nothing of the kind. That made me angry, that's all. Yeah, me too. Oh, by the way, according to the papers, we've lost a couple more of our leads. <laughs> What do you mean? Margaret Stiles and Carl Nereth. Bodies found this afternoon in a wrecked car below the Avenida de la Libertad. Uh, like the African Estrella had. Yeah. And like Sulka's burned hands. Well, now let's have a try at that shower. Right, you are. No, Captain. These chaps play awfully rough. The drony warehouse on the waterfront was dark and silent, with no sign of life. We jimmied a rear window, crawled in, and slipped along a runway between high stacks of packing cases. That far, it was easy. Too easy. Listen. Must be the watchman. He's coming this way, all right. Good. Let him get past, and I'll take him. Yanks a visitor, you know? Yeah, thanks. Here, help me drag him back to this case. There you are. Sleep well, old boy. You know, Lieutenant, I don't think this warehouse is headquarters. There's no place here to do any elaborate processing. Let's take a look at the office. Yeah. If there's anything important here, I can't understand them having only one watchman. Well, maybe it ties in with the way they killed Australia. In broad daylight in a public square. They're here in full strength, sure of themselves. Yeah, it's like they were in 1940, huh? So this must be the office. Let's make it fast, Harper. We may be on borrowed time. Yeah, say, Captain, uh, can we have the light over here a moment? Oh? Yeah. Suitcases, duffel bags, canvas sacks, papers. Looks as if someone plans to travel. All these papers. Orders for supplies. Delivered a dock six for Motorship Fjord. Never heard of it. Registry Norwegian. Type diesel freighter. Owner, Padroni Exporting Company. And most of the orders are for fresh vegetables. The stuff's usually taken aboard the day of sailing. Yeah, have a look at these fresh vegetables, Captain. Huh? Commercial diamonds. Six canvas bags full. Trail seems to be warmer. Yeah. We're in like Flynn. If I... Toss that light. Someone at the main door. Let's get out of this office. Here, down behind these cases. That's better. 
Must be eight or ten of them. Yeah. Murder Incorporated. An odd time for the question, but why did they kill Neewith and Margaret Stiles? They're all members. They slipped up. The Nazis never did tolerate mistakes. Anybody's. Yes. Stop it. Pinch your father. Knock it over. Yes, sir. Dr. Wester. Speak German. Yeah. Answer him. Only German. Wester. Uh, yes. I have, yeah. It's been eingeschlafen. Eingeschlafen. Dumm kommt. They're trusting souls. Yeah. It's a good thing that watchman really is asleep. Well, it looks like they're ready to move. Come on. Let's get out of here. We crouched on the dark waterfront across from the warehouse and waited. Ten minutes later, the gang came out carrying the bags we'd seen in the office. But instead of getting into the cars parked on the ramp, they walked out onto the dock climbed into a speedboat, and headed for the open sea. That's it. Of course. Why didn't I think of it before? The what? Headquarters must be the freighter itself, the fjord. It's not in the harbor. It's lying offshore out there. They process the diamonds on board and use the ship to deliver them. They probably make shore contact with speedboats to avoid customs and stay in international waters. Well, international waters is an impressive phrase, Captain Rogers, but... Under the circumstances, the British Navy might be persuaded. No, no. Wouldn't work. The ship is headquarters. They'll have lists of contacts on board, members of the network. Mm -hmm. That's what we've got to get. They'd destroy it at the first sign of trouble. Well, who do you think's in charge? Steiner? Could be. They seem to be running things in the warehouse. On board ship, though, I don't know. No, nor do I see that we have much chance of finding out. Well, the fjord will probably head north. They're running for a contact somewhere. And that might be the spot to make our play. Look, Harper, you call your HQ in London and have them keep track of the ship using unmarked planes. Right, you are. I'll have EAC send a plane down to stand by here at Lisbon, ready to jump at any minute. Right, Elm. And then? And then we wait. And wait we did, pacing the floor of our hotel room. One day, two, three, four. It was the afternoon of the fourth day when the call came from British intelligence... Captain Rogers? Yes, speaking. The freighter Fjord is lying to eight miles off Cherbourg, apparently waiting for contact. Cherbourg, huh? Thanks. All right, Harper, let's go. As you undoubtedly realize, monsieur, we of the French intelligence service are also vitally concerned in this matter. Yes, Captain Chicon, we understand. Now, what have you been able to find out? Well, it appears that the contact will be made by two men, both jewelers here in Cherbourg. Jewelers? And both suspected of Nazi collaboration during the war. And they plan to use that speedboat there at the end of the dock? They've chartered it for 9 o'clock tonight. After dark, huh? Mm-hmm. Figures. Oh, uh, those workmen you see there on the dock are all my men, Captain Rogers. We are at your service. Well, our plan is pretty flexible, Captain Chicon, but... Lieutenant Harper and I would like to get aboard that ship. We go on board would be very easy. <laughs> but... Yeah, but... You know those contacts, the two jewelers? They must have credentials, a set of signals. You mean we might take their places, make the contact? It's risky. Uh, you want to live forever? Well, monsieur, if it is only a matter of obtaining certain information, I'm very good at interrogating collaborationists. Just leave the matter to me. Uh, 
By a quarter to nine, Harper and I were waiting in the shadows while Chicon and his men lay hidden along the dock. At five minutes to nine, three men came from the land side and started out the dock. They passed under the first light, under the second, and didn't show up at the third. For a while, strange sounds came from a small shack at the edge of the key. Then Captain Chicon stepped out of the darkness. Ah, oh, the boats are not what they used to be, messieurs. Here are the credentials and signals. I will operate the speedboat myself and put you above the ship. After that, it is up to you. There she is, right, right ahead there. Yeah, in the deck's dark. That's a break. We need a break. Two French cutters are standing by, Captain Rogers. And the Air Force at Cherbourg is alerted. Good. Ah, c'est bien. The landing ladder is down. They're expecting you. Yep. I'll hold her alongside. Jump. Roger. That does it. Good luck. Working. The Blitz. Yes, Donna. The Sturm. Zeigen, bitte. Danke. Hast du deine Ausweise? Ja. Jawohl. I handed him the credentials, and he turned the flashlight on them while we stood there on the deck waiting. Here and there were other men, silent, shadows in the darkness. The light touched the leader's face briefly, and I recognized him. Otto Kuhn, right-hand man to von Poppen and a power behind Hitler, the most wanted man in Europe. Rudolf Steiner was small fry beside Kuhn, and Colonel Barry had given me one order, once enough in the CIC. Get him, any way you can. Cabinet five. Danke. We did as he ordered. Went down the companionway and along the passage to cabin two. He followed behind us. I opened the cabin door, and as Harper stepped in, I glanced back to see Kuhn go into cabin one. I pulled our door shut. Did you recognize him? Yeah. Otto Kuhn. We've got a big fish. Oh, the fish has us. Maybe. At least it wasn't Steiner. Who knows us? Our luck's holding up. Yes, Captain, I've always lived a good, clean life. Well, sure, it pays off. Did you notice the machine gun emplacements on deck? Oh, that I did. Well, now look. Kuhn went into the next cabin. It's cabin one, so it's probably his office. No one else came down with him. So? It's headquarters, old boy. And that's our nut. Let's go crack it. Plan? Well, if his door's unlocked, I'll go in and reason with him. You keep him covered outside. That's right. Piccadilly was never like this. The passage was clear. We stepped out and moved quickly to cabin one. Harper drew his gun and stood to one side. I tried the door. It was unlocked. I waved at Harper and pulled it open. All right, Kuhn, hold it. Here, Stas. I don't know if you speak English, but you'll understand the gun. Keep your hands up. But you are... Who are you? Captain Rogers, U.S. Counterintelligence. Ah, you fool, Skip you... it, chum, skip it. I haven't got the time. What do you want? Just one thing. And I'm betting it's in that desk. You can give it to me. Or I can kill you and look for it. What is it? Your organization list. Members and contacts. <laughs> you are a fool. Come on, come on. Call it. I'm in a hurry. I have no objection at all to giving you the list, Captain Rogers. What will you do with it? There's no way for you to leave the ship, and there are 200 of us aboard. Huh? Here you are. Thanks. Well, seems to be the McCoy. All right, June. Turn around. What do you mean? I mean, that ball spot makes a nice target. 
country out here. Rugger. Any luck? I got the list, and it's dynamite. Here, let me lock this door. June's asleep. I don't want him disturbed. Okay, let's go. Righto, but um, where? Forward hold. If I know this type of ship and the way these guys operate, they'll have their ammunition and gasoline for the speedboats stored beneath the forward hatch. Oh, yes, for easy access. Uh, hope this hatch isn't locked. Good. Come on. Right ahead of us. Captain, I think I'm beginning to see what you've got in mind. What else? As far as I can see, our best chance to get away with the list is to sink the ship. Well, nobody home. Our luck's still good. Yes, sir. Flash the light over here. A rack of submachine guns. And ammunition cases behind them. Well, there must be a hundred drums of petrol stacked there. Well, that's what we want. Uh, here's one with a bung wrench. Hold the light a second, Harper. Oh, here. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll pop it up. Uh, I'd better get that loading port open for an escape. Right. All right, Captain. The loading port is clear. Good. Let's dump this drum over now. Let the stuff run into the ammo and the other drums. <laughs> we'll toss the match and hit the water. Chicoin's standing by out there somewhere. There's somebody up there with the hatch. Watch it. They got a flashlight. We're spotted. Boom. <laughs> Lieutenant, are you hit? Yes. Give me that machine gun. Can't see him. It's too dark up there. This ought to see him. Captain, you take that list and get out. I'm not going to leave you. Will you get going? I'll hold him up. I'll hold him up. Go on now. That list. You want to ruin everything? Yeah. Okay. I'm okay, going to stop that match. Hit the warning. Go on. All right. So long, lady. shot up from the forward hatch and flared over the water. 200 yards from the freighter, Chacon's speedboat stood out sharply in the glare. He saw me and moved in. As I tumbled over the gunwale, I looked back and saw a great pillar of flame towering into the sky above the motor ship fjord. Yeah. So long, Lightning. Here's the report from Rotterdam. Picked up all six of the contacts there. That's great, Colonel. Yeah, it's been a clean sweep so far. That list is really the straight goods. Fine. You know, you're overwhelming me with this enthusiasm, Rogers. You did a good job. What's the beef? I don't know, Colonel Barry. Oh, I, I guess it's Lieutenant Harper. Nice guy. Did a good job, too. Mm. Got to you, huh? I guess. Well, it was the same with him as with the rest of us. You ought to figure your odds before you pick counterintelligence. Yeah, I know. Well, I get over it. I guess Mother never meant for me to be a soldier. Uh, what were you planning, Captain, uh, before you joined the service? <laughs> Certified public accounting. Took a business ad course in college. How about that? Well, there are some good desk jobs in the Pentagon. I, uh, could arrange a transfer. Colonel, are you kidding? <laughs> Operation Danger, produced and directed by William N. Robeson, stars Howard Culver as Captain Ethan Allen Rogers of the Counterintelligence Corps. 
Also heard in the cast were John Banks, Ben Wright, Paul Fries, Ted Van Elf, Fritz Feld, and Rick Vallon. The original musical score was composed and conducted by Van Cleve. Be with us again next week when Captain Ethan Allen Rogers goes into the battle for peace in a suburb of Belgrade against an organized gang of renegade Titoists. A battle with death as the trophy. Another Operation Danger. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System.